by saying hey fam and I just kind of gave him this dead stare like ah should I really say that is that is that the word I want to use um because I was like oh how should I start this episode so we're not gonna go with that we're back welcome back thank you for listening to get another episode of too young for an old talk I'm Abriana my name is Neil apparently I'm getting thrown under the bus I I don't know if all the information is being put out there for the masses to see. More like hair, but <laughs> fair enough. But yeah, as Abrina said, welcome back to another episode. I myself was unsure, like, you know, is it, hey fam, I, what what phrasing or what word would you all what, be comfortable yeah. with? Or what do wanna, y'all want to be called? Do you want to just remain nameless? Or that's fine too. Yeah, we kind of just go, hey hello How's it hi going? yeah <laughs> just like random salutations but yeah. no necessarily pronoun or specification yeah of the group no classifying yeah you know no discrimination here it's a free and open space and we essentially talk into the void and sometimes yeah it's actually pretty weird especially <laughs> when we're not together we're kind of just like talking i i talk to my wall I don't really look at the screen. Mm, I do the opposite. I, mm, I could be facing like the sun. I'm just looking at my like, I'm just looking at my. Whatever the calls on screen. Yeah, I was gonna say my phone, but it's not always my phone, so I guess I see. But I mean, I guess for me it depends. Like if I'm trying to get a point across, Mm. more so to you, but then also obviously everybody else that's listening will get that as well. I'll look at the screen camera. Um. But if I'm just like rambling or ranting or just, you know, going off on a tangent, I kind of just end up looking elsewhere because I'm just like speaking so much that not really focusing on anything else, you know? You can be tied down to that one point of emphasis almost. I get that. But I just tend like in my natural state, I'm like looking and focusing the camera because the eye contact is kind of, I guess, where my mind goes to. But yes, definitely beneficial when you want to like, portray or convey that emphasis to to me or vice versa it's like yeah you do this or yeah this is something we don't do or whatever but i just you saying that i just thought about the fact that people just sit on and listen to us talk so they don't get that like necessarily that visual communication yeah and also just the fact that people just listen to us talk sit down and listen to us talk. <laughs> like i get tired of hearing myself talking not you of yeah. course why would i I, I ever get tired of you talking. I I I would never in a million years imagine that you would get tired of hearing my voice. Why would I? Assume? Right, that's unheard of. Yeah, who would even be in make that category? Such, yeah, like why would anybody make such a claim? <laughs> yeah, I think this episode is going to be much more of one of our fluid ones. You know, no necessary topic we want to end on but a couple i guess things want to convey throughout the episode um you said end on what are we what's ending 
so podcast. oh no yeah you know 2021 we lasted is, all of what eight this months is, this is just a covid thing i'm sorry we yeah like, guys we have to break it to you like it's yeah you know school gets busy yeah brandon can't school and work like yeah you know i got i got some long work shifts coming up i can't really be you know, i'm on zoom time. all day it's just yeah, it's a hard our schedules aren't aligning at this point yeah we might need to talk about that with like a third party and figure out where our relationship stands before we even like yeah wow you're really telling them all oh my okay so i thought we weren't gonna discuss that but you know for me i like i said you know i think this is your fam so we just gotta keep it 100 percent. okay fam you just got some inside scoop but yeah this is it's not looking too good um so it was a great eight months and we're just i think it's time to on a hiatus give it a little break let mm, um you know sometimes you gotta get the, the chicken gotta marinate overnight you know let it sit in the lemon salt overnight let the flavors penetrate not too long because they don't want it to be sitting in vinegar but you say overnight this it's looking like more than overnight i mean yeah let's you know, be real th- theoretically i'm sorry theoretically in in, in, in reality <laughs> you know we I th- I'd say we consider season one of Tion for No Talk to be concluded. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, we'll be back in the early quarter of next year. Yes. And in my mind, there's no set time, but yeah, there's a set time. Yeah. There's no... We don't have a date right now. Um... We just know that we want to take a little break for the holidays. Um, And it's actually something a lot of podcasts do, in fact, just to give people, like, time to enjoy the holiday season and... Take a breather. Yeah, and everything that comes with this period of time, these upcoming weeks, um, and then the weeks leading into January. So, I don't want to say... on time and then you know we don't yeah meet that expectation yeah you set an expectation you know any number of unforeseen things happen especially we could talk about that setting expectations yeah how that it's not always going on sets you up yeah so we're not gonna set any expectations here but we can talk about setting expectations and why you shouldn't do it all the time yeah (laughs) very often honestly ever like i mean sometimes you need to hold people accountable don't get me wrong especially in um relationships whether platonic romantic um even sometimes with family you feel that you want to hold people accountable but or set a standard i guess you would say and like essentially meet that expectation because you care deeply about the person or you just you know you need something to happen and they need to do it yeah i mean i would say at work is kind of where I have to most set standards at that. Okay, so that's different though yeah, to yeah, me because different. then in a work setting or a setting where like you've signed a contract, you've onboarded, you've made the commitment to do whatever the thing is, you've made that commitment and in making a commitment, you've agreed to meet certain expectations mm-hmm. that have been set for you. Yeah. That's like, it's it's like expectations uh, in that setting are basically job requirements. It's like an obligation. Yeah, like when you look at the job board and it says job requirements, 
make phone calls do like those are the expectations for your role so I think in that setting yeah and and you can speak to that like it's very annoying in those settings when people don't meet the expectations set because it's like what are you you're getting paid yeah it can be like challenging just in general because okay you know let's say for example your job is to press the elevator button at your apartment or whatever at, at an apartment building and every time someone needs you because you have like a key for some reason you have a key that needs to be utilized to access the elevator you're just never there it's like we know you're you, you know i'm supposed to you know you know you're supposed to be there i know you're supposed to be there but you're never there and whenever you are there you you lose the key so then you're not being very useful right now so it's like in that setting it can be tricky where um you know what you should be doing and others know what you should be doing but where i find makes it easier to hold people to that standard is where multiple people know what you should be doing then they can all pitch in to say okay hey you're not meeting the standard right now you're not doing what Mm. you said you're supposed to be doing or you know you're supposed to be doing but for more of a less obligatory 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 i think that's it yeah from more of a standpoint where it's optional or your inclusion in something is by choice Mm -hmm. or you know almost like conditional yeah your own intent and you're not tied down to it i mean you're not necessarily tied down to a job but it can be somewhat of an option uh so i think like when you imprint your expectations or how you think you should you would react in a situation and think that another person should react similar that's where that that missing can be really traumatic or it could be very you know wildly different from what you think it should be and how it's playing out in reality because that person is not you or not what you envision to them to be in your head yeah and i honestly think that causes all the problems like whenever you have a problem it's because Brene brown probably talks about this i just can't (laughs) quote her in this moment but like that's where problems are created when you create expectations or things that need to be met and when they're not it's like huh Hmm." and it and that's for things that are conveyed but even the things that aren't conveyed because i could like in my mind expect a certain thing from you or a certain standard of like whatever it's communication attention anything but if i don't yeah and if i but if i don't convey it like i might think it's common sense and that's the expectation i'm setting i'm saying oh no that thing is common sense like everybody knows that that's just basic like we talk about this a lot we think certain things are common sense but to other people mind-blowing like not even for whatever reason it's not even on their radar literally outside the box thinking they're like wow is that your perspective Yeah. yeah i find that's always interesting because i told you this a couple of weeks ago where like it it can show up for me where I kind of get almost a bit more I'm more easily to get more likely to get frustrated when I'm like thinking something's common sense and then someone's like oh so should I do this thing that seems yeah. blatantly obvious and I'm like yeah you should but like after a certain point it's like oh like or none of these things making sense yeah. to you like there's nothing here I you know like click to say oh yeah I I take one left foot up 
I put it down then I take my right foot up I don't try to take both feet up at the same time yeah I'm trying to walk you know like that kind of thing but the challenge is like sometimes people also just want to double check and make sure they're not doing something that's quote unquote wrong so you gotta I try to I try to think of that now that I'm working on this thing actively but in the moment it's like is this really where your brain is rationalizing it right now like it can be lost in translation for me like it can be a challenge to really push myself to accept another perspective when it comes down to that kind of almost fundamental level where it's like oh i think if you're not getting this you're just not thinking in the same plane or yeah. in the same light or you're not thinking in the same direction mm. um and that's not to say that people's direction of thinking can't change because literally our brain is considered to be a certain amount of plastic quote unquote in terms of how free flowing it can be and adaptive it can be it's a you know it's a marvel of biology so if you try hard enough and put in that effort you can change your perspective and others perspectives but it's definitely something where they both have to try my wrap up of all of that is for me like just don't set expectations or be very pick and choosy when you do um because sometimes it's good to hold people to a certain standard and what's not but at the same time I think you have to know the person that you're dealing with and at least a bit and get a feel for like what you could expect as coming out as common sense or basic or whatever the case is but also like if you are setting expectations at least convey them part of the time like let the person know let people know this is what I expect of you and then at that point if you still hitting a bump in the road and it's just not working out like at that point nothing you probably need to ditch them you know or ditch whatever that um relationship is because not everything is for everybody that's my thing on that I'm a blind I could even see it being a case where even if you don't ditch the entire relationship, you might say, okay, this specific situation or instance is not working right now or it's not something that is likely to be working right now. Mm. So you may even just have to say, okay, you know, for now, take everyone take two steps back. We'll each look at this or internalize and see where the, you know, where the minds where the mindset isn't like lining up as perfectly or as smoothly as it could be because you know if the expectation and the reality is not meeting up it's because both people aren't Mm. are probably not on the same page as you were saying so i think taking a moment and removing yourself from that situation and looking back on it at least that's how i like to process yeah Yeah. i'm very much a reflective person where like I even in the moment I can be thinking about it and I sometimes I don't have that luxury to give it my full attention so I try to push it off but I'm definitely that person that after a situation is happening I'm running through it in my head and seeing where I could have done better or where I felt like someone kind of you know might have hurt me or didn't show up as well for me as they could have or I didn't get support from them like I thought I would or should or could any of those things really um I don't know if you know what kind of person you might be in that kind of situation. All people aren't the same, but I don't know. Yeah, no doubt. I I think a lot of the time I'm the person to 
depending on how serious this situation is, I might say something and be like, yeah, this is what was expected. This is what's happening now. Is there any way, like, we can... Like, what's not working? How can we move around this? What... Do you need more support? Do you need something from me? Is there something I need to be giving to you? Um, And this is in, like, professional and... Personal? Personal. That's the word I was going for. Relationships. Um... But also, I'm the person to just kind of, like, swallow the pill and say... That's kind of funny because I actually can't swallow pills. If, but if, I was like, where's she going with this, sir? Because she don't know what a person that swallow pills. Back to my story. Fun fact for you all. I, I'm just a person to like swallow it and suck it up and be like, all right, I'll take the hit for that. Like, I'll, I'll take the processing or a lot thereof processing as my fault rather than the situation and. Just suck it up and let it leave yeah. on its own. Let it just slide on out. Basically, Neil's been obsessed with metaphors recently. I don't know what's going on with him. I, he's just on this metaphor kick. Every sentence he could add in a metaphor, he's adding in a metaphor. I mean, I wouldn't go that far because I think I could mean? do a lot better in terms of heavy use of metaphors. I think I could do a lot harder, but. I think where I'm at right now is a healthy balance. We've so also, almost every sentence is a healthy balance? I mean, clearly. We've also what? apparently both been speaking in third person sometimes. And I didn't realize it, but you did. Yeah, because it I was don't know weird. What, it was happening a lot. Yeah, like, so I said something. I like, was like, why are we doing this? I'm like, why are we doing what? Are you, are you breaking up with me? Um, no. She was like... Uh-oh. <laughs> Why are you saying like she is or he is? It was it was weird. It was like we were using our pronouns, like Neil's about ourselves. Yeah, it was kind of it was kind of weird. Like you said something and you were like, "Well, I usually wake up at eight. and I was like, "He says usually," <laughs> instead of just being like "usually?" question mark Like I was almost reading I was retelling it. Yeah, I was. We're we're like narrating our lives or experiences recently and i thought it was just me that was doing it but then neil started doing it too so i probably picked it up subconsciously because i did not realize until you said it but i think that if anyone wants to you know donate some mobile microphones we could have some interesting tionferno talk uh, compilations yeah, that'd be interesting to just walk around and record ourselves yeah, and, and our nonsense. Get the funny sound, sound bits. You'd have to, I think the challenge would be, because it would be for a certain amount of time, like you'd probably be running it for a couple hours or something like that. Like in the moment, like after you have something come up, it's like kind of funny. You have to be like, oh, this is funny. What time is it right now? Like right this time. Yeah, and recall <laughs> like when the events were happening. Yeah, because then skimming through hours of sound would just be so fun. So fun. It's not like no one to do that. Speaking of recalling events, Recently, within the past week, week and a half, yeah, we did something. Um, Neil's done it before. I've never, I didn't do it before yeah, this, this past was, week. This is her first time experiencing it. I personally have had the blessed opportunity oh, to shoot. undergo this transformative process. Mm, transformative. 
Okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad is it? Without giving out details about what it is yet, on a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to think 2. The first one is a 6. The second one was a 7. The last one was a 3. Yeah, the last one was like butter. So first, I'll do an average of those three. Honestly, first one, maybe a six or a seven. Mm-hmm. Second one, like 6.5. Really? It was that yeah, close, Yeah. Eh? For whatever reason, like, I don't know if it's because I didn't have to move my head as much mm-hmm. that I still felt, ugh, but I honestly feel like the first one I got, um was not as intrusive yeah cause it had more of a punch but it wasn't as oh, it was intrusive a, yeah yeah, i get what you're saying like uh-huh. there was more of a punch but it was like punch and then subtle yeah. this one was like gur, 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 gur. Yeah, it was it like, like jabbing a couple yeah a couple of jabs so i don't know through. how you got three yeah no because I, like i needed your person yeah can you do you know what your person the person did to you look like yeah she was relatively probably like our mom's height mm-hmm. um or maybe just a bit taller which do you know which chair you were in like in terms of it was the only one there's only one yeah hello the high oh, yeah, one body that. working ridic yeah, yeah. not Sorry. time and place i run a not time and place hold, holding that emotion yeah roll it up there partner tie it down hey, oh, oh, oh no oh no oh. but yeah um i think my person might have been your person was it an older lady no she was lady? young okay i had an older lady okay no so i had a younger girl um she had pretty long hair she had I, a i think i might have seen her because when i went there were two i was them. in the the chair was on the right hand side of the room okay um in the corner or was it in the close to the center of the closer to the center of the room see mine was in the corner next to oh that yeah so. maybe your person was just really nice to you Honestly, like she was, she was a little sweetheart. She was like, "Good morning." I was like, "Hi." Yeah, morning. she was like, "Good morning." She was nice to everything. The whole process was easy. Insertion. It was just, ugh. yeah, it was. I don't know. I think it was possibly because she didn't like. I tilted my head back, but mm-hmm. she didn't ask me to mm-hmm. do that. So it might Whereas, have... like the first time, the girl was like, "Take my head all the way back." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This girl kind of just like I could have sat like this straight on, and she would have still done it. So yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's what it was. Um, I tilted my head back, but then, as I was going back, it was like distract myself. Mm. So I just did you know that. what? I can't do it with my eyes open. Really? Yeah, I think it's because of like the sensation, mm-hmm. because everything is connected. Like I can't. I rather keep my eyes closed and as I open, like one eye is watering, than keep my eyes. Because if I keep my eyes open, I'm literally just gonna be twitching my eyes the I whole time. That. I got that. It, it it is pretty close and they everything is interconnected. So exactly, that's my preference. But yeah, so I think overall I was like a five point five, and I was probably roughly a six point five, which is yeah, pretty close. Right, was um, so we just talked about it for like a hot minute, but it's like what. Yeah. Are they actually talking about Hopefully. if you didn't be able if you weren't able to figure it out? Hopefully you could guess from the jump. But yeah, we were discussing the ever present and you giving us a very big introduction. Very much, almost eternal. And Hello, France. You know, prominent act of a COVID test. Hello. I was like, how many adjectives <laughs> you can give? And 
I think really 2020 will be the year that you look back on and think, okay, yeah, that's when everyone had to get tested. Whereas this coming year, potentially, or as it seems, will be that year where we're like, oh, that's when everyone had to get vaccinated. Yeah. Or everyone that chose to. Not everyone, because... Yeah, one, you don't My parents haven't, and neither has my brother. Mm. Nobody in my immediate family in Barbados has gotten tested. Oh, that's true. That's true. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, a bit of hyperbole in the everyone for both of those because on one hand, like, a lot of people might not even opt to get vaccinated when it's that's true. an option. Um, for whatever reason, and, you know, there's going to be reasons, like, a lot of people might... Hello, people don't even want to vaccinate their children, so... Yeah, for normal, um, life-threatening diseases. I'm glad we're on the same page for that. Ha, ha, ha. You have to be the France. Okay. Proud of you. Anyways. Yeah. We got tested for COVID nineteen. Yeah. We got three. Um no vaccine. No, three? Oh sorry. We got five combined. Oh. You know, five rings. Not quite Jordan, but almost there. Mm-hmm. Hilarious. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as bad as people made it seem initially. It was almost as if you were getting a knife in your nose is what people made it seem like online or like a like a needle going in your nose uh, like, that's, how, that's how people made it seem yeah. they were like it was so uh, initially a couple of months ago like that's not it at all yeah it's not and as bad I don't know I guess we're kind of speaking from a perspective where I have a high pain tolerance and you seem to think he's under the impression somehow <laughs> miraculously that he has a high pain tolerance I don't know where he got that information from or why he continues to put that into the universe but anyways we have relatively okay pain tolerances but then again it's not really pain it's more of a very intense discomfort yeah 100%. um but i wouldn't describe it as pain but it's also not like subtle discomfort like oof my back feel a little weird tingle there like how like a muscle spasm or even just like your muscles stretch after work like it's not anything like that it's i think it's a bit i describe it as having more of a punch it's literally more in your face because of where it's located yeah. i think that's why you're that's more, it even more you're gonna notice it more because you're seeing it happen that's why i keep my eyes closed i don't keep my eyes closed no i just keep my eyes closed because i i mean technically i'm already looking up at the ceiling but even more so i i just close my eyes I have to. I'm built different. That's all I'm saying. Okay, okay. Here he, okay, let's let's rein this in, folks, before he starts going down the loophole of, I have a high pain tolerance. I think that I... Oh, shoot. I opened the door for it. Yeah, I think that I have a very respectable pain tolerance, and I can acknowledge my pain at lower, like, I'm more sensitive to it, but I'm Definitely. able to tolerate it. Like, I can hold my weight. I can hold my weight. So does... Okay, that's fair. I can agree with that. So does that mean that I just do both of those things really well then? Because I don't acknowledge the small things a lot of the time. That's not look, That's not good. Like, it can be, but it's not always good. Like, I wouldn't say it's always good. I don't acknowledge the small things all the time. <laughs> or yeah. ever, to be honest. And then with smaller and bigger things, I just tough through it. Because why yeah i guess overall your pain tolerance score would be higher than mine but we have that on recording 
that's also down to personal preference. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> that that just cleared it up. I'm editing this episode. Or at least I'm editing that part. There's no way, there's no way you're going to play me like that. Not happening. But how um, somebody that had gotten tested prior to myself getting tested described it as is the feeling when you are underwater in a pool or in the sea. Um, and how how does that happen? Do you have to be, I mean, it sounds so dumb. You have to technically be breathing in or tr- attempting to breathe in through your nose for water to get out there. Because think about it, if you... If you're just underwater and you're not necessarily inhaling through your nose, how else is the water going to get out? It can creep in. So I've never had that. I feel like anytime it happens to me, it's because I'm like stupidly like yeah. breathing weird and then it like shoots up my nose. Uh, so for persons that might have trained to swim, like you would have trained to swim as a kid. Yeah. So in my memory... Initially, when I was swimming at, like, the aquatic center. Oh, the aquatic center! I went there, too! <laughs> I remember they would tell you, you know, as you're underwater, you would be breathing out a little bit, just... Or you'd have your Blowing nose... Blowing bubbles? Yeah, or you, you would... The way you would be, or the way you would use your nose underwater would be in a way that it would counteract the active water going up. But I think you're... It's like, even if you don't do that, it's very unlikely to just be going up there. Mm. Unless you, like had a space in your nose where water was just pouring in like and going deeper like you can be you can consciously or unconsciously yeah subconsciously i guess Mm. (laughs) reject water from going up there but if you like jump in even if you're doing that it can shoot up there because the the difference in pressure so i think like if you were for example to get a wave and it just push up your nose like that's how we could go up there as well okay but yeah yeah, yeah. typically speaking typically speaking it wouldn't just readily say Oh yeah, tiny little water just go up my nose. Yeah, that'd but be I think strange. As well, like the way you might train to breathe in the water and not breathe in the water, or <laughs> however you, I don't know what the term would interact be. Interact with water. Yeah, however your nose might have been trained to interact with water. I think that also reduces the likelihood of anything going up there. You wouldn't want to go up there. Uh, I think though the the test, the feeling of that, I find is pretty accurate or it's like if you I didn't even describe it it's the sensation when you're underwater and um water gets up your nose and it's that intense burning mm-hmm. sensation that you almost get right between your eyes mm-hmm. or just below in that yeah, yeah, yeah. In ridge that, of your in your nose like your sinus bridge. Area. yeah um it's just that burning sensation but you can finish with saying what you're saying before I say mine I think it's more intense when it's like salt water and you haven't been at the beach for a while yeah it's yeah like, yeah wow like that, you know, water is so vigorously effervescing that you can hear the bubbles just. Mm. Or it's think, moving that much, you can hear. Yeah, it. and for me, I think it's more, because essentially the ones that we got, we got normal PCR, yeah. um, nasal pharyngeal. How we both get that? Wow. Um, because I had to tell the woman what <laughs> I needed. Are we reading from the same slides or? We don't have the bastard slides there. <laughs> um. Yeah, we both got those tests both times, and I think because it's essentially up one nostril. Yeah. That you get it. Um, I know people in the U.S. have had to do both nostrils. It's just one. Um, once they get it up there, they spin it for five seconds. Yep. And then they take it out. So I think it's like the punch. It goes up, 
it hits whatever it needs mm-hmm. to hit or whatever the case is because you know think about it they have to know where to stop yeah i think it's a certain length too because if not you what you think they just it. be watching the cute and quotation marks they swab um and to see where they need to stop no i think like they'd know like okay if i have if i hold it here the I need average to have person much. Oh. has like three or four inches that got okay. going and you go in for three inches and because like there's something that like yeah, i describe it as a punch it's like pew. yeah it's like oh it's there cool and then the they twist it for the five seconds and to be honest i found like once it kind of like a piercing like once the needle gets through even though like the piercer has to run through the actual airing and all that kind of stuff um like the punch is the most important part and it's literally what however many things of a second yeah i find that breathing yeah neil has a technique yeah like honestly breathing as so you don't want to you decide you don't want to breathe too early because if you're breathing too early you're gonna max out before they're done i find that if you can as it enters and then you start breathing maybe like a second after it goes in because it'll take like three seconds to get down and then five seconds of spinning so if you're breathing like deep breaths because you have to breathe a deep breath through your nose i think that helps open up your canal um what happened this time too that might have helped is that they made me blow my nose yeah same whereas before the lady was like okay just i mean nothing came out of my nose yeah, but same. still it was literally like man but maybe I guess it, helps it was just it. like the airflow coming out yeah maybe. it helped me to realize so i always also give them the nose that the nostril that is more clear i don't i just sit on there and whichever one they choose i just yeah i know because what i realized is that so the first one did that the second one i did and the third one as well uh some people might ask you to blow some i say okay just pinch your nose and breathe and see which one has a clear airflow and i think doing that as well helps because like if you're giving them a nostril that isn't blocked up Mm. then they have to fight less or be yeah, less yeah, intrusive yeah. it can be like okay more of a seamless entrance now i'm not saying it's gonna be 100 percent perfect because my second test i did that and that was my most painful. annoying uh, yeah painful i didn't want to say painful <laughs> most annoying but painful um one but even that wasn't terrible like it was nothing where it was too bad but that might be the first one where my eyes are watering for a bit longer than i thought like the third one i didn't have any eye watering or nothing like that but like the second one was like wow okay that was this is a good thing it's my second one on my first one because that would have thinged your experience it would have definitely made scarred my, you a bit uh you know it's a little bit traumatizing that's would... a little scratch <laughs> yeah but honestly not as bad do what i did and don't do it unless you absolutely need to um that's what i chose to do like unless i put myself at risk for whatever reason or was put at risk and i needed to get it done i wasn't going to get a blasted covid test and i told my parents that since march yeah you said you've been said this yeah i made that very clear she's been on that wave but it if you have to get it done for whatever reason whether it's your safety or those around you like it really isn't that bad and it lasts less than 10 seconds so the entire process don't talk about how to how long you all wait to get it or get back but i mean (laughs) the actual test that's tea for another day quickest part quickest part of it all season two uh episode one topic maybe stay tuned because we're not going to disclose in this episode why 
either of us got tested for covid and if it's the same reason yeah because it more than likely like more than likely could be wildly different reasons now you'll never know until season two or we might call it something else let's not get too let's not get too set in the stone because technically we didn't like list this one as season one we kind of just posted as we go yeah but we, that was a choice too, right? I yeah, feel like we that was a personal choice. Um, but I don't know. Stay tuned. Maybe we'll like start that when we hit like our one year mark. Yeah. Rather than just like going with the calendar yeah, year. Because, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like everything, like school starting, the academic year is different. People's fiscal budget year is yeah, different. Everything, you know. I of the fiscal budget. Mm, more of that. Neil's obsessed with finances. Folks. Not quite, but a little bit, you know, a bit, no, bit of a passion of mine. He's, he's definitely obsessed, but <laughs> it's honestly, it's a good obsession. It's not um, possibly the best thing he could be obsessed yeah. with um, in terms of hobbies and like interest and what's not. I'm not going to be gambling the house away or anything like that, you know. Oh, dear. Okay. That's, that's the cue. That's the cue. I would... Yeah, I, I would say that's a great end to this I year. I agree. Thank you for rocking with us this year. Or not rocking, just chilling, just sitting, just living. Yeah, we've had rocky moments, but... No rocky moments. Well, you know, just the year in general, not necessarily oh, us Oh, I was like, but... this po- podcast... Rocky? Well, what? I was like, what? Wait. No, we didn't study... I was like, do we need to what, what's talk? The, what's this song? Please, oh, don't sing. I don't know. Oh, oh. oh, no, no, no. I'm trying to gain um, viewership here. <laughs> <laughs> There's oh, a song that, like, gosh. you know, Steady Like a Rock or something like that. I think Mavado Solid has a Solid as a Rock. Solid as a Rock. Mavado has a song. It's also like a Christian song. It's like, Steady and a Rock. Something like that. I was not a saying. That was a paraphrasing. But, yeah, thank you for joining us for this year. And, you know, who knows? We might be on hiatus from recording, but... There may be a live in there somewhere. Who knows? You know. Yeah, stay tuned to Instagram. We'll definitely because we're taking a break, so we don't have as much behind the scenes to do in terms of the production of the actual podcast. Yeah, we'll definitely be putting more of our resources and efforts into engaging with y'all, and that's mainly on Instagram, but also on Twitter a bit. Neil's yeah. a bit more obsessed with Twitter than I am, so. Yeah. But if it'll you, be both of us. If you, you don't, you really never know who's behind. Yeah. If you, if you don't see stuff getting posted on Twitter, you know, feel free to at me and roast me. Yeah, I, you know, at, at him. The, at the no, 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 podcast. no, no, at him, <laughs> at him. He just he just gave y'all permission to at him. Don't at the podcast because I part of the podcast, so don't. You know, I thought we were in this together. Okay, you'll hear from us in the new year. Okay. Happy holidays and, and be safe, everybody.